Welcome to Necessity. I'm Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Marguerite Pierce. Um, If you guys have been with us, hanging out with us um, all this time, you know that Lindsay and I are huge proponents of self-care and self-love. So today's episode, we're going to talk about one of the ways that you can show yourself some love and care, and that way is through travel. And with us today, we have two lovely and beautiful guests. I will introduce first my good friend, all the way back from high school. Shout out to Brooklyn Tech. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alyssa Small. And now, for folks that don't know, Alyssa is a master of many talents. Let me let me see if mm-hmm. I can remember oh all gosh. of them. So she has um, uh, experience with web design, graphic design, jewelry jewelry making, um, image consulting. Uh, what else am I leaving out? Oh, and photography. So she's a creative genius. So thank you, oh, Alyssa, thank you. for <laughs> joining us. And you, um, you brought with you my uh, friend and my business partner, Sabrina Smith. Hi. Hey. hey thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. And so I guess we can just get right into it. How did you and Sabrina meet? Um, well, we were at a networking event for mm-hmm. Instagram influencers, and I looked across the room, and I was like, hey. There's another black girl. Let me go talk to her. <laughs> so, like, I started talking to her, and it's like, the rest is history. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Makes me think of the Black Sketch Girls uh, show on HBO. <laughs> the Black Lady Courtroom. Yes, and they had the Black Lady Courtroom. Have you caught that No, yet? I haven't seen oh, that yet. It's hysterical. And it's like, after each black woman walks in, they see another black woman. They're like, <laughs> hey, oh, girl! Hey, girl! You got the bailiff, the judge, <laughs> the client. Everybody's black, and they are just like, all right. <laughs> so that's awesome. So then you met, and you met at this event. But then, how did you all turn that into a true connection? Because it's one thing to see a, a fellow sister in the mm. space, and you're like, okay, and we might click through the day of that conference. But how did you all decide to kind of carry that on, keep that going, and then turn it into a business? Well, I think, like, the first step of developing any kind of friendship or connection is to keep in touch with the person. Yeah. So, like, we would text, we would actually meet up and hang out, which is, it wasn't anything phony, like, hey, girl, yeah, I'll see you later, I hope to see you at brunch, or something like that. It was like, no, I want to hang out with this person, I genuinely like her, let's make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, we were very deliberate about continuing that friendship and then also bringing other friends into the fold as well. So going back to the, hey, girl, hey, <laughs> example, Alyssa would introduce me to my friends. I would introduce her to, or she would introduce me to her friends. I would introduce her to my friends. And right. then the friendship group mm-hmm. continued to grow. That's yes. so awesome. Yeah. I think of 
when people meet and they say that they want to connect, they mm-hmm. want to see each other, mm-hmm. they want to build something, they find what they have in common, mm-hmm. but it sometimes just stops mm-hmm. right at that conference mm-hmm. that they met mm-hmm. or in that right. one gathering. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so important to be intentional right. about keeping those connections going because you met for a reason and you don't really get to discover what that reason is if you don't take the time to if continue pursue to pursue it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, I, you know, we want to talk and, and spend a considerable amount of time talking about, you know, traveling, whether it's domestic or international. And I know um, those are those are things that you two, you know, spend a lot of time um, doing and um, making an investment in yourself um, to to travel around the world, around the globe as a form of self-care. So I guess. Uh, you know, how did for each of you, how did you get started or how did you um, take it as an interest and, and make something happen with it? I've always been interested in traveling, but I never really did it until college. Um, so I basically went my whole life sort of being with at home sort to speak, but I always had that sort of fire in me. I want to go, I want to explore, I want to meet new people, try out new things and just see things that are different and new and fresh to me. So in college, I started to travel a little bit, but it wasn't until I graduated from college and I was working within consulting, where I was on the road regularly, that really sort of Mm -hmm. enabled me to travel and frankly do it on someone else's dime. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's always the best. Right? (laughs) Um, And so I felt empowered then to sort of become really adventurous with it. So whereas I would be on the client site from, let's say, Monday to Thursday, okay, on the weekends, I can flex this situation and I'm going to go to Cancun Mm. just because. Mm. Um, And so that's where I started to pick up on the international travel. And again, just like being really adventurous with it, feeling like, okay, this is something I really like to do. Like, this is my hobby. This is my passion. I love traveling. And uh, fast forward, I ended up working or interning at an airline and then working full time at an airline. So travel is literally my job. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I wouldn't have known that if I didn't sort of explore the passion right. early on and see yeah. it through. That's awesome. Yeah. What about for you? Um, for me, it started early in my childhood. Like I was always interested in travel as well. Um, and I was a contestant on Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? So that was in junior high school. And also I had started like a pen pal club on the internet Cute. when it was still like fresh and new. Like I would create these newsletters and like mm. try to get subscribers from all over the globe and like have them submit stories, short stories, like creative things like that. So it's like I always wanted to have you know, the perspective of different people and learn about different places and countries and stuff like that. But again, like Sabrina, I didn't travel until I became an adult. Like in my 20s, my first trip was to London Mm -hmm. because I figured it was the easiest thing. It's like they speak English over there. (laughs) That was my first international trip as well. Yeah, international solo trip. Mm -hmm. And it was like... At 20, in your 20s, you went on a trip to London by yourself. Yeah. And it's like, they got the tube. I'm like, I'm from Brooklyn. I ride the subway. Like, we good. So it's just like, Mm -hmm. wow. yeah. And that, I think from there, even though it was a really 
And I don't want to describe it as basic because it's like a big deal yeah. to go overseas by yourself. Mm-hmm. In your 20s but, with that little bit of experience. Yeah. But it's just opened <clears throat> my world up like, okay, now I want to go this place and now I want to go this place. Like, I'm actually really brave and adventurous mm-hmm. and I want to see where else I can go by myself. Or really now I do group travel. Like, I'll go to the place by myself and meet up with the group there. Okay. But it's still like, I'm traveling by myself. I'm seeing the world how I want to see it and experience it. That's really, really admirable. And I think you both are using the word adventurous, but what we need to bring in there, too, is curious. Because yes. you can have that adventure, right? Mm-hmm. But then to even be curious enough to mm-hmm. explore beyond that one experience, right? Mm-hmm. Or like how you said, Sabrina, you would go and you would maybe have the job from Monday to Thursday, but then you were going to venture out mm-hmm. and go maybe to Cancun. But to be curious enough of what is it like beyond my own experience, mm-hmm. my own perspective of what the world is like, what you know, what it means to be successful, what it means mm-hmm. to have wealth, because mm-hmm. I think it looks different in other countries, right, than what we kind of focus on here in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely. And just, you know, on top of that, I think it's also feeling empowered to want to do things for myself and sometimes by myself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think travel enables that in a really unique way of instead of just seeing something on TV or reading about it, let me go experience it and sort of understand it in my own way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I feel a sense of empowerment and almost like leadership in a way and Mm -hmm. being able to plan my own trips and do things by myself and meet people on my own. Um, So, you know, I, I like that aspect of traveling as well. Now, see, it sounds so nice to go travel, go explore all of this, go to London. (laughs) How do you even get started kind of like planning a trip like that? How do you... Because I'm just like, uh, okay, I want to go somewhere. Uh, let me see. Where has someone else been? Uh, maybe mm. I can go do what they did. Um, or I want to, I'm Jamaican, so I just keep going to Jamaica every <laughs> summer. Every like summer. Yes. I'm like, that's where I'm going I'm to go on vacation. I'm going to Jamaica and just do the bowl the whole way through, right? I think, really, it starts, you need to assess your comfort level. With things, So, like I said, I chose mm. London because it's like they speak English right. over there. It's like I don't have to worry about, like, pulling out my dictionary and, like, trying to translate these signs or what people are saying to me. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, sure, I do want to learn other languages and immerse myself in that. But it's like if I'm just starting out, I need something that's easy. Correct. Like, I can't be out here looking confused and lost out in these streets. Makes you vulnerable. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like I said— Start out by assessing what your comfort level is. Like, mm-hmm. if you're like high adventure, high curiosity, maybe you might want to go to Russia. <laughs> That's pretty but, extreme. Yeah. <laughs> See, high curiosity, high adventure. There you go. But right. yeah, start off if you're if you're ver- ugh, fairly new to traveling, just start out with something easy, London. Maybe Ireland, something. How do you, like I'm like, how is that easy? How do, what make? I mean, yes, okay, they speak English. English. I think that's my number one thing. So like, to I you, don't, that's like that makes it easy first. That's, that's a comfort. Yeah, for yeah you. like because it doesn't leave any gaps for miscommunication. Yeah, because I went yeah. to the Dominican Republic in April, and though some do speak mm. English. 
I mean, there was a huge communication gap, language barrier, mm-hmm. and I felt so vulnerable mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I, you could tell me one thing, and, and after a while, the locals will speak their language or they'll speak broken English so quickly you feel so vulnerable that you're like, yeah, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. And then you end up accepting something that you don't no even one, know right. what you it, accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it how, like, being able to speak English is yeah key. Or if you have knowledge of another language that you're, like, you know, you're comfortable with, you can... I took be- Spanish for 10 years. Uh, <laughs> all right. I was not comfortable. <laughs> Thanks, I'm here, girl. Uh, I would have L... <laughs> Caliente. <laughs> Mucho. <laughs> tienda. That was a very high and cold okay. store. In, the, in that case, get yourself a guide. Yes, okay. Yeah. So a guide. And I see a lot of people do that on yeah. uh, social media. They get to visit all these different sites. And I'm like, there's no way they're doing this by themselves. Mm-hmm. But they have a guide taking them either to the most popular, you know, locations and views mm-hmm. we're taking them to local restaurants mm-hmm. and shopping areas so okay having a guide speaking yeah. English yeah okay um, and a guide that speaks English. English absolutely that combo would work yes yes, yes. <laughs> or, cause I've had otherwise guides where their English was clearly not their first language uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and that made for some interesting tours oh I can imagine <laughs> Like, what was that I just saw? <laughs> Adventurous and curious. Yes. Um, I would also say, what is my next one? Go on group trips. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. I think, you know what? It's either between, like, assessing your comfort level, mm-hmm. going it alone, or doing group trips. Yeah. Like, for me, I went to Cape Town, South Africa. Wow. And I've heard that it's it's not necessarily the safest place. So it's like, that's not a place that I would go to by myself. Mm-hmm. But I went on a group trip. And, like, the tour that I went with, they provided us with a guide. And we had, like, security and everything like that. And we moved as a group mm. throughout the country. So it was just, that was the best way that I could experience that because I would not do that by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah. What, what would your tips be for somebody that's just starting out? I would definitely recommend starting off with group trips as well because so much of the groundwork is done for you. You're just sort of showing up and enjoying the experience mm-hmm. and then you can sort of learn and ask questions to folks in the group and or to the folks who have planned the trip so that now you have the information and the knowledge to be informed on how to then plan trips for yourself or by yourself going forward. But I would definitely, when starting out, lean on folks who are a bit more seasoned within travel planning. And I think group trips facilitate that really, really well. Yeah. And then you can also meet in group trips. You meet other people who obviously have a common interest in travel. So for the next time, you could plan your own trips together. Mm -hmm. And the more and more experienced and comfortable you get, now you're like, okay, well, I want to go somewhere. And I don't necessarily want to wait on anybody anymore. I've done this enough times. I'm going to do it on my own. So Mm -hmm. I almost think if you're not necessarily adventurous enough to do it on your own at first, that's cool. You can build up to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I agree. Groups. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, okay, so you mentioned about going to, to Cape Town and, and South Africa and, and the safety concern, right? So when you're, like, planning a destination to go somewhere, like, do you guys dig in and do research in terms of what's going on in 
that dis- destination? Because if, if folks aren't really tuned into like world news, you know, what kind of measures should they take? Because I'm just thinking like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to Hong Kong right now. They they got a lot of civil got unrest. Too much going on. There's, a, yeah. there's a lot. Like, and I just happen to know that because like I'm I'm tuned in a little bit to world news. But if you're not, then you just Google what's going on in Hong Kong. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or or yeah. the government website that shows you the alerts. I'll just be like, yeah. oh, I was they're adding say. orange. Guess I better be okay. careful. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. okay. Which, by the way, the U.S. right now is is orange. Is orange. Yes. Mm. So you so just to add some <laughs> so I to get the hell up out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go somewhere I'm else. It's but, so interesting <laughs> the way other countries see us, but that's that's another that's yeah. another episode. But, yes. but, but it's vice versa too, like because how we it's see how other we countries. see other countries mm-hmm. and like if you know how legitimate is the that, the, the that color system and the flag, right? Yeah. Because it's all we, you can think about. You know, mean world syndrome. Like oh, you know, like yeah, when it's dark and don't do this, like and all these things. Well, like. Shit happens when it's daylight too. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, mm-hmm. everywhere. everywhere, everywhere, exactly. No matter where you are. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Have you so, ever traveled somewhere and then said, "You know what? I'm gonna live here." London oh. was that place for me. Really? Yeah, well, I love it London. Rain a lot. And yeah, the weather's cold. not awesome. Which so is like, one of the reasons yeah. that didn't end up actually like, happening. Sounds a little bit like New York. Yeah. <laughs> So what did you love about it that you wanted to live there despite the fact that it was cold it's and it was windy? It's just got this really cool vibe. Mm-hmm. It's the, I don't know cool, if you Cool, like the cold-ass breeze that is Like down-to-earth, hip. Okay. Um, and it's got a really interesting mix of old and new, right? Because yes. London's an old city, so there's a lot of history with the buildings and the Tower Bridge and the palaces. Okay. But then they have the music that's really sort of mm-hmm. forward-thinking. And the fashion's really cool. And I like accents. They have dope accents yes. to me. Uh-huh. It would be easy, sort of seamless, I think. To transition, to transition from yes. where you are as to an there. American. Yeah, because of the language, lack of language barrier, et cetera. So... I was all about it. What about for you? So there are two places. Um, The first one is Mexico. Mm. Like, I I just love the weather. The people were so friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, you know what? I don't want to move, move down (laughs) there. I just want, like, another home. Vacation property. Yes. But to, to move, move, I'm keeping it, like, domestic L.A. Okay. Yeah. And my whole thing, I keep telling people this. Yes, girl. Mm-hmm. And people laugh when I tell them this, but I went there and I'm like, everybody is so fucking weird. I'm home. Right. Like, I belong like here. New York. Yes. Right. This is, but it's, New York has this coldness to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about like personality wise and energy wise. Very isolated. Yes. Right. Protective. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're in LA, they're kind of open. Open. And I had so many positive experiences with strangers where I can just be like, open and we're exchanging positive energy and it's like let's keep this going like this is what I want in my life mm-hmm. and good weather too right, right on top yes that. yeah and earthquake it's so funny I was actually in the earthquake in July that happened oh, you were there yes oh okay and that's and funny and how did that go? 
<laughs> no, it, it was so funny because this was my this wasn't my first ever earthquake because there have been earthquakes in New York. Yes, I do remember. But one. it was just an odd experience because my friend and I were sitting on the couch like watching TV, and like the apartment just starts shaking. And there was a helicopter flying overhead. And we're like, oh, it's the helicopter. And then it's like, oh, this picture is sway- swaying back and forth. Right, like, it's a powerful helicopter. Yeah, and the, the dog is going crazy. And I'm not, we're just like, Mm-mm. like, this is like real and legit. Um, but I feel like it's something I can handle. Like, okay. It comes with the territory. Okay. Like, like you, kind of what we take on being New Yorkers, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of things that we take on that just come with, with the territory. The ter- yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Getting yeah. pushed and shoved as you walk down the Ooh, street. Ooh, child. That comes with the territory. No, thank you. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, it's interesting yeah. because certain places have a different energy or aura mm-hmm. about it. And I remember the first time that I went to Jamaica. And it's not an exaggeration. When you get off of the plane, you do feel different. different. Right. Yeah. It's something mm-hmm. about the air. Mm-hmm. It's not even necessarily the people who are working at the airport, because sometimes they're not the most pleasant, right? Um, <laughs> but it's just something that you feel within that culture mm-hmm. that, like, this feels mm-hmm. good. It, it's like, like a warm energy. energy. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. So that I'm going to Bali in April, Ooh. and so I'm like scared and really excited at, at the, the same, same time. time. Mm-hmm. But well, we're going as a, a really large group. What part? I don't know. I'm just making my payments. <laughs> in fact, the payment is due today. I got to make sure I pay it when I'm done here. But I'm excited about what it has to offer because I, I know other people have gone. Mm-hmm. And I believe that you both have been or? Just Sabrina has Sabrina's been. Sabrina's been, been to Bali. Yeah. So speaking of places where the energy is just magical, Bali is that place for mm-hmm. me. And I feel like, I'm sure you talk to other people who have been who have all said the same thing. It's just the energy there is, yeah, it's very, very special. And I think part of that is um, it's rooted in their religion. They're just very peaceful Mm. and sort of one with nature, Um, you know, respect for each other and for the environment. It's very important. So, you know, you see and feel that when you deal with people and when you're there on the ground. But Bali is is a phenomenal place. It is my favorite place. Of That's all the awesome. places I've traveled, hands down, I would go back any day if it weren't so far. Hmm. What What would you guys say? It, you know, are a couple of things that you've learned about yourself while traveling? Mm. Ooh, I like that question. Hmm. <laughs> I I can start while you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. please. please. You might start some ideas. I love that go question. All right. So, and it's not something I. I learned, but I further realized I have no sense of direction. <laughs> so in in June, I had to I I had an opportunity to to go um, on a work trip in Ireland, and I figure, all right, well, I'll I'll do like what you were talking about. I'll make a long weekend, right, mm-hmm. on my way back home. And I took a trip to the Canary Islands um, from, like, Friday to nice. to Tuesday or Friday to Monday, whatever. And I, uh, when I landed, uh, I hadn't... I hadn't really planned, done a lot of planning. Like, I didn't know how I was going to get from the airport to my hotel. And uh, the flight landed around, like, 8 p.m. The sun was still out. 
Um, but I was, I was met with my first decision after I got off the plane. It was like, okay, I can take a cab to my hotel, which would be 30 euro, or I can take the local bus, and that was going to be 3 euro. Hmm. It's like 10 times cheaper. Right. I'm going to take the bus. And, you know, I felt like my ego showed up, right? Because I'm a New Yorker. I take the subway damn near every day. You got this. I, I can take a local bus. And, like, same, I had taken Spanish, like, all throughout <laughs> middle school and high school. I even, I took AP Spanish. And wow. So I was feeling. Fancy. I was feeling I a little. You almost yeah. opened up a bodega, yeah. girl. Yeah. Yeah. You was so close. I was like, Okay, I can I can understand enough Spanish to to get from the airport to my hotel and like I Google mapped it and you know the bus I was less concerned about because it was like get on the number 60 bus and take it to the last stop. So I can't really Easy. get off at the wrong right. stop. I get off at the last stop. And um then it's like about an 11 minute walk from the bus stop to my hotel. So I'm like, okay, I got this. And I get off the bus, and Google Maps is just not working. <laughs> It's not, I can't rely on her. She kept sending me to a hotel that I, had, I hadn't booked. And, um, you know, it was, you know how you have, like, self-doubt? Like, and you just start doubting yourself and just creating, like, these crazy mm -hmm. stories. So much so that I'm like, yo, my phone keeps telling me that this is the place. I have my backpack. I have my suitcase. I ended up walking into the hotel that I knew damn well wasn't my hotel, and I was literally about to ask them if, by any chance, did they change the name of the hotel <laughs> since I booked my room few, a few weeks back. And I'm like, no, I have to figure this out. Now it's dark, and I have all this stuff, and I just can't orient myself. Like, And I'm in a completely new place Never been there before no in basis, life. I have right. no, I have literally no, 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 nothing. I have no home base, no anything. And I just kind of like had to stop and kind of just like look ahead instead of just looking at my phone mm -hmm. that wasn't helping me at the time. And I figured it out and I got to where I'm going. So just realizing that I need to do something to help with my sense of direction because mm. I don't ever want to be in that situation again. Yeah. Mm. Ladies, what'd you learn about yourself? Um, I learned that shit is going to happen. Shit happens. <laughs> and I need to, like, let go of that control that I always want to have over things. So there was this one... Incident, incident. I guess I can call it an incident. <laughs> Going back to Cape Town, um, my luggage was not on the plane. Oh no! Yeah, oh, no. so it's like, oh, I ain't got no clothes. In so, Africa. In Africa, and it was just like, okay, we're gonna have the um, like the tour guide take us to H and M. Me, <laughs> me and my friend that I flew with, because. We were on the same flight. Her luggage didn't arrive either, oh, obviously. Yeah. We're going to go to H&M and, like, make the best of it. Like, so one trick I do have is that if I check a bag, I put some extra things in my carry-on. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, yeah I, had, yeah, I had underwear. I had, like, extra shoes. But I didn't have, like, my core set of clothes that I would have liked to worn, like to have worn in Cape Town. And I was just like, you know what? Shit happens. I'm just going to make the best of it. We eventually did get our suitcases, 
but I just I'm in Africa. Like I didn't yes. want to spend time being upset that I didn't have my outfits. Right. Mm-hmm. As if that yeah. truly mattered about mm-hmm. the trip. Right? Exactly. It was a desire, but it wasn't right. Yeah. It's like, oh, on Instagram, y'all gonna get the same like gray t shirt every day. <laughs> like But I'm in Africa. Africa. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like I, I realize and I'm still working on letting go of like trying to control, control the situation mm-hmm. and control the narrative and just enjoy things and be in the moment. Yeah, being present. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. We talked about that with another guest that just came up recently just about how important it is to be present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about for you? I love that idea of being present because I've gone on trips and uh, I've come back and people have asked, how was the trip? And I'm already th- on to something else, thinking about the next thing, thinking about the next thing and not doing the proper reflection mm. to sort of process all the amazing experiences I just had. Mm. So I'm also learning to be a bit more present and take things in and be more in the moment when I travel. One thing I, I've learned about myself as well is I travel somewhat haphazardly. Mm. You know, I'll just wake up and be like, I want to go here. So I go. Not necessarily the most or the well, as well researched as I could be, and I I enjoy the trip, but then I come back and I have so many questions mm. that have that are now unanswered. And if I had just done the proper research, I could have gotten those things answered while I was there. So then I end up reading the full Wikipedia sites and pages on all these places <laughs> and watching documentaries. And it's like Sabrina, if you had just done a little bit of legwork up front. This trip could have been even more enriching and valuable for you. So I'm trying to get better about that. Having this conversation is just giving me so much information about things that I didn't even think about. One is visiting a place and then, yes, doing some research, but watching a documentary about Uh it or, Mm -hmm. you know, checking out some YouTube videos Mm -hmm. and talking to more and more people Mm -hmm. who have been there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are things that I haven't necessarily thought about. And I think what gets in the way of focusing on that is just the desire to just get the hell up out of here. Right, Mm -hmm. right. So it's just like, oh, I just want to go. I just, what? Somebody's going to watch my kid? Oh, (laughs) yes. Mm -hmm. I'll go wherever and then show up and not really have all the information that I need, you know, for that trip. But that comes from that pull of wanting to escape mm-hmm. so yeah. bad yeah and i think that there's a need for that too for you know life in nyc doing the things is just uh, beating me up right now and i need to go mm-hmm. and just go sit on a beach and i think that that's there's a time and a place and a necessity for that too um ha, ha, you saw how she did that necessity <laughs> yeah <laughs> We need to, that needs to be, like, our tagline for the episode. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are other places where I, I knew I was going to be going to this place for a while. Mm. And I just, I waited to the last minute to pack, to research, mm. to change over currency, to do everything, mm. all the necessary things that I know better. And then I go there and I'm like, Sabrina, you why did you do this to yourself? Mm. And I end up kicking myself. Like, I just came back from Haiti. And Haiti has such a rich cultural history, especially for black people specifically. Mm. 
And on the trip, we did sort of a cultural tour, and I learned a bunch of stuff. But then I ended up having so many questions that I just couldn't get answered there. So literally coming off the tour, somebody was like, you need to watch this and watch this and watch this and watch this. I really wish I had watched that stuff up Before. front. So when I was doing the tour, I could have right. been prepped to ask the questions. Sure. So it's things like that. So now I feel like I have to go back, back to That's Haiti. all that means. Why not? Do that's it. the other thing. You, you can always go back. Mm-hmm. I, I do have a little bit of a rule, though. I try not to go to the same place twice. That's just same. a weird quirk. Same. But, really? yeah. Because I feel like there's so many places rule. in the world. Weird. I am the same way. I think the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. London, I'll go back to. Bali, I'll go back to. Um, but other than that. Just trying not to do the same visit mm-hmm. yeah. twice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you mentioned about Haiti having, like, this black culture. So being black and traveling, right? Mm-hmm. So there's this new wave, right, mm-hmm. that uh, there are more black people traveling. Mm-hmm. What are some of your experiences with traveling while black? Um, and then also traveling while being a black woman, I think. Hmm. I feel like, well, hmm. I'm just thinking of so many things. It's like I feel scattered at the moment because it's just like so many things are pinging in my brain mm-hmm. because I feel like it's such a unique experience and people have different experiences like I've heard some like really or read some really bad stories about like people's experiences in certain countries and I'm like when I went there I didn't have that experience like yeah Mm -hmm. it's like people were flirting with me and it's like I felt cute and it's like it was popping over there (laughs) so it's just like for me I've always had like really great experiences traveling I met so many people and I always have great conversations with the locals Something that stands out to me, though, I went to, um, where is it, Dubai, mm-hmm. and this guy came up to me and the person I was traveling with, and he was dressed in the like traditional garb and everything, so he was a local, and he came and he sat down, and he was just like, what's going on in the United States? And I think this was at the time of like the Mike Brown shooting and everything, oh, no. and I was like, well, what do you mean? He was like, why are they killing black people? And I was just like, skirt. And that was just such an interesting conversation mm-hmm. to have. With because someone in Dubai. Yes. Yeah. Because I feel like we don't necessarily have those conversations over here. Yeah, right. Or people try to avoid having those conversations. But, like, homeboy just came and sat down and, like, asked straight out. And it it felt like, like I was seen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. when I travel, I feel like I'm seen. That's interesting. As, like... In the states, yeah, I'm you don't not. feel that way. Like yeah. you have to leave your home country to feel seen. Yes, mm-hmm. mm. yeah. I've heard stories of people going to maybe like places like Greece, and you know the locals wanting to touch your hair and mm-hmm. wanting to almost like pet you and take a picture with you. Uh, those are some experiences that I've heard some people have, and some have also shared some really positive experiences. 
but something like being pet or, you know, to be treated as if you're a part of an exhibit. Mm. Um, I have heard um, from other people's experiences. I personally have not had that. I've seen that, too. I've seen and heard those experiences. I haven't had them personally. Like, when I went to Greece, that's where I said it was popping. Like, right. it just... Black it, was celebrated. Yeah, it felt great being there. Like, I didn't have any you know, issues or anything in any other place that I've been. I've never, nobody's wanted to take a picture of me or like wanted to touch me without my permission. I will say though, in Mexico, like I was walking down the street and the street vendors would be like, hey, Beyonce, hey, Celia Cruz. And I was like, okay, hey. So it was just like, I didn't take offense to that. It was just like being... It's kind of like they understood the culture in the way or they had a taste of it. And mm-hmm. it's like it was in a way like being celebrated, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Like I didn't take any offense to it. It's like, OK, this is what it is. This is this is me existing in the world. And they see I mean, yeah, OK, you're picking random black people, maybe. But like it's kind of a celebration, like right. I said. Right. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Right. They it meant it in a complimentary. Exactly. Manner. It wasn't derogatory. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any sort of off-putting experiences. I can't recall any. Um, fortunately, I guess that's a blessing. Um, though black travel has sort of uh, manifested itself for me differently as of late, where I've sort of started prioritizing going to destinations that are black. Mm-hmm. So Africa's now at the top of my list or uh actually I have gone to this place twice Salvador Bahia in Brazil which is um it has the highest number of black people outside of Africa in the world outside of Nigeria sorry wow. a lot of people don't know that mm-hmm. so it was a huge sort of first a destination when slaves would come over from West Africa, they were dropped off in this slave port in Brazil. So it's, it's just all black. It's all Africans, mm. right? And they practice the African religion. They're very wow. much in touch with with what it is to be sort of African, but in the Western hemisphere, right? Mm. And so when I go to places like this, it's almost like, like as a as a Black American. My closeness to my culture, I realize how distant mm-hmm. we are mm-hmm. from how we are, who we are as African people. Right. Mm. Right. And so I learn so much about my heritage when I go to these black places because they're so much closer to who we are as a people than we are. And I didn't realize that until I started going to these places. Um, Especially because if you you sort of subscribe to what we're told here in the media and whatever, is that, you know, they've almost been sort of, this narrative has been created around them being lesser than or barbaric or uh, those Africans, right? At least that's how it was where I grew up, right? right? Very stigmatized. And you go to these places and it's just like, oh, my God, like these are my people. Like, oh, my God, it's amazing. I remember when I was leaving Senegal and I was like, 
almost in tears because I went to check in at the airport and I walked up to the to the agent at the desk and she was like, hello, my sister. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my God, that was beautiful. <laughs> right, right. I don't want to leave to go back to deal with these different. crazy folk in right. New York. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm sort of really prioritizing going to black places. Okay, and now, okay, so with that, like I'm, I'm all for that, but now, like that makes me think of of something in terms of, um, like when you go to black places, like how I guess could you go a step further and make sure that you're going to stay in an establishment that's owned by black people because a lot of tourism mm. around the world it's it's not owned by us or like the 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 resorts or right. the airlines and all those things like we're still giving the money to, like, American corporations, if you will. So, like, something that, um, you know, Dex and I try to do, like, in the last trip that we took, which is several years ago, we need to do something about <laughs> that. Um, we we try to find a lodging option mm-hmm. that a local person owned, like, right. on the island, right? Instead of, you know, um, giving it to, like, you know, the resort that's by Marriott or by... Whatever. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So how does that factor? Does that factor in at all? Like in your travel plans or in my whole life, (laughs) as much as I can work and support and patronize black people, black businesses, I I will go out of my way to do it. So absolutely in travel. Now, it gets a little difficult, right? Because Mm -hmm. at the same time, I don't necessarily want to compromise my experience. And that doesn't mean that if I supported a black business, I would. would But I'm just saying I, I, I... I'm going to look more holistically as well mm-hmm. around Not making just sure. Yeah. black owned. Yeah. But is it clean? Correct. What are the ratings like? Correct. Am Correct. I using the bathroom outside or exactly. do you have something inside? <laughs> the squat toilet. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Don't. Now I'm traumatized. <laughs> Those squat toilets. Ooh. Tell us about the He's squat toilet. Yeah, no, y'all, you, oh, y'all brought God. it up. I know. Because the squat toilet sounds fun to me. So tell me what's the squat <laughs> uh, toilet. So... <laughs> So we went to Tanzania for the new year and like the majority of their public restrooms are squat toilets. Mm. So a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more okay. or less. And I'm okay with that. Like I got to go like it got to go somewhere, but I feel like Sabrina feels differently. <laughs> I am a self-proclaimed germaphobe. I don't okay. like public restrooms in general. Mm-hmm. let alone a squat toilet. Now, I understand the science behind it, so I get it, and I respect the practice. However, <laughs> within a public space where I'm already feeling heebie-jeebie-ish, the last thing I then want to do is squat to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in, it's an experience. Oh, it's an yeah. experience. <laughs> For sure. It, it, For sure. It brought in your horizons in a way. <laughs> it makes me think of yep. going camping. I mean, I've been camping before, yes. and where we didn't stay in a cabin, we were sleeping outside, and you had to dig a hole and go mm-hmm. to the bathroom and then carry the toilet tissue with it you yes. because it was kind of like no trace. You couldn't mm-hmm. leave anything behind that would say a human was here. So no toilet tissue, no plastic, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. any of that stuff. So, you know, walking around with my dirty wipes, you know, in a plastic bag throughout my whole hike was like, okay, I think I'm going to wait till I get back home to go to the bathroom. And I remember, like, not using the bathroom 
quite often mm-hmm. because in my mind right. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I could yeah. not. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was like this is not home. Yeah. This is not Purposely feeling good. Dehydrate yourself, yeah. right? Oh, exactly. No. <laughs> we gonna struggle till we get home. Those are character building <laughs> exercises. Exactly. Yeah. Home was different. Yeah. <laughs> home was different. <laughs> so even when you think about. Oh, People go to these beautiful places and they take photos and that doing it for the gram, mm. right? Do you, I recently saw on the news this woman fell. She was maybe 25 years old and she was on a waterfall trying to take a photo and she stepped right on the wet rock and mm. fell like 25, 30 <sighs> feet in Hawaii, oh. right, into the water. She lived... I mean, she's been, she's banged up pretty bad, but she's good. But just thinking of sometimes how we can sometimes push ourselves to the limit, trying to capture this photo. Like, I remember one time I sat on the Brooklyn Bridge and I was like, I'm going to get this photo. Now, it was fun and exhilarating in that moment. But then when I got down, I thought I could have really gotten hurt. Mm. My shoelace could have got caught on something. Mm. Right. Some cruel person could have gone by and pushed. You know, mm. we think about New York City and people pushing mm. in front of trains. Uh, but just also these people who take on this image, right? You go on these trips. Do you go on it for the experience? Or are you going for the, the opportunities image, right? the to the show trip. everybody what you've done? What is your experience or what's your take on that? I mean... Being that we're both fashion people, maybe I could speak for both of us. Like, we like a good photo. <laughs> right. But I, I'm here for the experience. I'm here for, like, you know, talking to different people, eating food that I wouldn't normally eat. Like, when we went to Tanzania, since, like, Dar es Salaam and Zanzibar are surrounded by the Indian Ocean, there's a lot of seafood. Right. Guess who doesn't eat seafood? Oh, I do not eat seafood. Wow. And it's like, I'm not allergic. I just don't want it. But it's like... Oh, it might be different over here. And I ate seafood. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, have you had it now that you came back to the States? No. <laughs> no. It probably wouldn't be the same. It probably taste not. As fresh. Exactly. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's just like, while I'm here, I want to do what the locals are doing. Good. I right. want to have that experience. Like, pictures are secondary to me. Like, yeah, I want to look good. I want to have a pop and feed. Like, I want to be cute on the gram. But it's just like, that's not a priority for me. Mm-hmm. You don't want that to take away from your the experience. experience. Yeah, like being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alyssa knows I struggle with this a lot because on one hand, I, I totally agree. I The experience is first and foremost to me, and I don't necessarily want to compromise that to say, hold on, I need a picture. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I really do want to inspire people mm-hmm. to go and see and experience. So I recognize I need to be taking the pictures in right. order to sort of execute on that that goal of mine. Right. But I always end up in this like conflicted state of like, all right, I guess I should take the picture. But I don't really want to take the picture. That's what I'm, I'm supposed to say. How do you, you know? find that balance? Because it's like, hey, I want to be able to enjoy mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do need to get this photo because I know that this is a part of a business or, you know, I'm branding myself, right, um, mm-hmm. by doing that. So it's like, how do you find that that good balance? I'm, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, maybe set aside, like, some designated time. Like, okay, yeah. before we 
even begin this mm-hmm. tour. Let's get our shots in. Mm-hmm. And got then it. for the rest of the tour, yeah, we're focused. on this tour. Yes, we're focused. Yes. Yes. I was going to say the exact same thing. Carve right. out the time, get the business done, and then get back to play time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good tip. That's mm-hmm. a good tip. Because I think we just go with the flow and then we just take pictures in these little moments. But to enjoy it, right. you should plan ahead mm-hmm. and say, yeah. hey, this is the time where we'll take these kind of for the gram photos mm-hmm. or if you see mm-hmm. if you see something interesting I feel like it's okay to like pause for a little yeah. bit and do that but it's like what I'm seeing on Instagram it's like say people will go to concerts and like their whole story will be full of the concert and I'm like but did you enjoy, enjoy yourself right. yeah. mm-hmm. you too busy mm-hmm. looking at it through the lens right. of, your, of phone. your phone exactly so it's like and you it can that is yeah, so different. It is. I went to a Beyonce concert in Atlanta and we had like front row seats for mm-hmm. the first time ever. Right. So I'm there with my phone and I'm looking at it through the phone, but that's a different distance than when mm-hmm. I look at her with my naked eye right. and I see her right, right there, there in yeah. front of you. So after a while, I had to intentionally put my phone away because I caught myself saying, I'm missing this whole show. Yeah. Right. And who the hell am I showing these pictures to? That's the other yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like, I'm doing this, I'm going to post this video in my snap I mean in my uh, insta story or something like that and it's just going to be there for a little bit but after that you've moved on to the next story you've seen a thousand people post their Beyonce concert because they're there too right Mm -hmm. Right. they've been on this massive tour so Mm -hmm. you probably saw the show before your show Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. it's like who are you even Mm -hmm. doing that for Mm -hmm. and you lose the moment that you have been yeah. given. Yeah. You've been given these moments That's right. to enjoy yes. and to embrace. Yeah. And I get wanting to, you know, inspire other people too, but sometimes we can go so far That's beyond right. the inspiration That's that right. we disconnect. That's right. I think you have to sort of take a step back and ask yourself what your intent is when you mm-hmm. go on these trips and when you um yeah. you um or trying to document things. Right. Is it for you? Is it for your memories? Is it for your lineage that you want to have sort of a diary of these things? Right. Or right. is it to post on Instagram? And if so, why? Right. Is it because right. you want to impress people? Is it because you want to have a cool feed? Is it because you want to inspire people? Is it because you just like taking pictures, right? And all of those are fine. But I think if you sort of know what your goal is, and that can help you better navigate it so that you're accomplishing all of your goals, you're having a great time and getting the necessary sort of pictures, videos, whatever you want. Yeah, and I think, like, even with, with photos, there could be, uh, you know, like, I, I, I don't want us to sound like we're dumping on taking photos, Mm-mm, right? Because I think sometimes all. they're really, I love photos. They're yes. really valuable. Because yeah. I'm just thinking... You saw me in the <laughs> lobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I took a trip to New Orleans, and um, this is back in, in 2014, and I did a... Um, plantation tour. Oh, I want to do so one of those. And so I went to Oak Alley and Evergreen Plantation. So Oak Alley was the, the first one. So Oak Alley, like in terms of Hollywood trivia, that was um, Louis' mansion, an interview with a vampire. So Louis was Brad, the Brad Pitt Pit character. character. Okay. So, like it, so it's in there. And Evergreen <laughs> is in Django Unchained. So people can look oh. that up. But um, so... Anyway, I was in Oak Alley, and, like, they, they take you on a tour, and, they're like, they're telling you about stuff. And, um, you know, I had my camera, and, I was, and, you know, I'm paying attention. But, you know, some at some points, you're you're hurried along, right? And so I'm just like, okay, I'll just snap this and not really, like, focusing. Like, I'll snap this, and I'll look at it later. Um, and I had taken a, a bunch of photos, and then when we got back on the bus to go from 
Oak Alley to Evergreen, I'm like looking through my camera and my phone and I had taken a, a photo like right when you go into the main entrance of, of the big house, right? They had a, a register, a slave register of like mm. all the names and the prices. Mm. And um, so I'm looking at this photo and in the slave register, there was somebody with my same first name. No. Wow. said Marguerite. Wow. And it had a dollar amount wow. next to it. And it was just like... Oh crap! I didn't I didn't catch that. Right. Like while we were on the tour, and it just like gave me a moment to kind of like pay respect to like ancestors yeah. and and things of of that nature. So like yeah, photos totally come in hand. Like you might mm-hmm. catch something that you mm-hmm. you miss in mm-hmm. real time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that reminds me of a photo that I I took in Tanzania of the Maasai dancing mm-hmm. on the beach. Mm-hmm. And I went to put it in my Insta story as like a throwback Thursday. Girl, one of the Maasai had Michelle Obama's book in his hand. Like, I didn't notice that in the... That's so funny. Yes. And it's like, I didn't see that while they were dancing. But it's like, I look back through my photos because I was writing a blog post too. And I'm like, what? It was just like... That was such an amazing, wow, right. like, connected moment. And you were so expecting it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I totally relate to what you're saying. Yeah. 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 That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, holding it up. Oh, right. Like, I'm just like, wow. Could you imagine if he had it before it was released here in the United States? Ooh. That was right. Yeah, I know. I was yeah. trying to think through the, the timeline. Time. Um, no, it had, it had already been released. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow, in Tanzania. Yes. Yeah. You got to send that photo to Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I should. Yeah. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. Uh huh. So traveling is definitely a huge piece of self care, self discovery. Uh, it sounds like it's really important for us to take risk, right? But yes. risk where we feel safe. Mm-hmm. But it's all right to get a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you gave us some really great tips on traveling, like being able to pick a place where they speak English, get yourself a guide, mm-hmm. know what your own kind of style, your traveling style is. Mm-hmm. Um, picking a simple place to do your first solo trip. Right. I haven't done a, a true solo trip. I've traveled, you know, nationally by right. myself, but yeah. never outside of the United States by myself. All right, right, get that on the list. Mm -hmm. I know, I have to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can help. (laughs) Yes, yes. So how do our listeners get connected with you so that if they need help and need traveling tips um, and want to just learn more and be inspired and influenced by your traveling, where do they go? Uh, so feel free to reach out to me. Um, Who are you? I'm Sabrina. <laughs> um, and I actually have a fashion and travel blog. So I talk about my different travels and things on there. So if anyone's looking for any additional inspiration, SabrinaTeresa.com. Um, on Instagram, I'm SabrinaTeresa2, the number two. Feel free to DM me. I'm getting a lot better about responding <laughs> real time. So I'd love to hear from you. We can talk more travel. Awesome. And it's Alyssa. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at underscore Alyssa Nicole, A-L-I-S-S-A-N-I-C-H-O-L-E. Um, I also have a blog that's not really updated that often, but I still try to post as much as I can. And that's AlyssaNicole.com. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Great. 
Awesome. And um, if you guys want to say just a little bit of something about your travel and fashion business. So Voyage of Vogue is an interesting concept we're really excited about. And we talked about our trip to Tanzania, and that was where we came up with the idea where we were inspired wow. to start this company. So we were sitting over breakfast one day with our friend, who is also a um, a woman entrepreneur who also planned our whole trip to Tanzania. We Black-owned. Black-owned. And it was maybe New Year's Eve yes. 27, 20. Oh, my God, my years are all over the place. 2018 going into 19. So we were talking about 2019 goals and sort of what lies ahead for us. And um, we were just sort of talking about how we love travel, obviously, and fashion. And um, when we go to different places on our travels, how we like to shop and sort of experience and understand the local fashion. And so why not create a business out of it? We're already sort of doing it anyway. Nice. Uh, and that's where uh, the concept for Voyage and Vogue was born. And so um, essentially what it is, it's a fashion tourism company, meaning we plan trips to international destinations that you wouldn't necessarily think of as like fashion capitals. Right, not you know, like Italy and places like exactly. that. Exactly. And those are amazing too, but let's give some shine to other places that have a unique and interesting sort of fashion story to tell Mm -hmm. that people wouldn't necessarily think of. So we take people to these cool destinations and, and they shop. They shop local, local brands, local artisans, local designers. And then as a part of that, in order to make the experience really enriching, we help them to understand sort of the cultural influences uh-huh, that man. impact uh, and inspire the fashion as well. Awesome. Yeah. So our first trip will be coming in 2020. Mm. Please stay tuned. If you want to follow Voyage and Vogue, uh, the website is voyageandvogue.com, as is the Insta. Voyage and Vogue Travel. Yes. Sorry, it's the Insta. Awesome. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining and dropping all your travel wisdom with us. Thank you. We really appreciated it. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yes. And now it's tea time. So, tea is for travel. Just do it. Don't overthink it, but do plan. E is for explore. Explore without judgment and full of curiosity. And the A is for adventure. C, self-care as an adventure beyond the bubble bath. Thank you so much to Alyssa and Sabrina for joining yes. us. We had an awesome time. So did we. Yes, we did. And we will put all of their links and ways to connect with them in the show notes. So definitely check those out. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at N-E-C-E-S-S-I underscore T-E-A underscore podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you.